Section 23 of The United States. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avahi in August 2020. The World's Story, Volume 12, The United States. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 23. Life on a Virginia Plantation. 17th century by eva march tappan not long after the settlement of jamestown the colonists learned that the best way to make money from their land was to plant as much of it as possible with tobacco it was not easy for a man to care for these great farms or plantations if his house was far away therefore each planter built his house on his plantation this is why, even when Virginia was a century old, there was hardly a village in the country. Whether large or small, this house was always known as the Great House, to distinguish it from the smaller houses or cabins in which the workmen lived. In later times these workmen were negro slaves, but in the earlier days of the colony white men sent over from England were employed most of them were redemptioners that is poor men who wished to try their fortune in a new land when they reached virginia some planter was always ready to pay the cost of their passage on condition that they should work for him till the value of their labor had redeemed the amount some of these redemptioners were well educated enterprising men and in that case they had a good opportunity to become tenants or even to acquire estates of their own guests were always welcome on the plantations and a visit in those times was not an afternoon call but a stay of several days or a week or a month this hospitality was offered as freely to strangers as to friends a traveller had only to stop his horse at any door and he was sure of a welcome and a night's entertainment it was so customary to entertain travellers free of cost that the law forbade even innkeepers to make any charge for food and lodging unless they had told the guest in advance that he would be expected to pay if a planter was going away from home he would tell his agent to see that any stranger who might ask for hospitality should be welcomed and given every comfort that the plantation afforded if we may trust the old stories it was not always necessary even to ask for it is said that sometimes a sociable planter would station a servant where he would be most likely to meet travellers and give him orders to invite them to stop and pay a visit such a visit must have been well worth making for on the larger plantations there was much to see that would interest a stranger after the earliest days the houses grew larger to suit the hospitable notions of the colonists and many of them contained expensive furnishings that had been brought across the atlantic there was always a hall that was used as a dining-room and general living-room the walls were sometimes hung with tapestry or built up with oaken panels there was a long dining-table of course and a cupboard well filled with china there was pewter too and silver spoons forks salt-cellars candlesticks and snuffers there was sure to be at least one great chest sometimes plain sometimes carved full of snowy linen napkins and tablecloths 
on one side of the room was a great fireplace in which enormous logs cheerily blazed and roared up the chimney a sitting-room and parlour usually opened off the hall but the hall was the heart of the home and it was of the hall and the family gathered about the open fire that the homesick virginian thought when he was on the other side of the ocean the kitchen was a little way from the house there was always a great fireplace sometimes ten or twelve feet long with crane and pot hooks and all sorts of arrangements for roasting and baking and frying there was room enough in such a fireplace to cook for even the large gatherings of friends that so often came together in this land of visits virginia had a most generous supply of food oysters fish chickens beef and venison were exceedingly cheap cream and butter and milk were plentiful and all sorts of fruit and vegetables grew most luxuriantly there was much to see outside of the house a plantation was like a little town for whatever was needed must either be made on the spot or ordered from england most of the large plantations had among the servants carpenters blacksmiths tanners weavers shoemakers and coopers a planter's own men could build sheds and barns and keep them in repair hides and wool were raised on the place the tanners and shoemakers and weavers made shoes and clothes for the negroes and much of the cloth that was used for common purposes at the great house when finer articles were needed an order went to england with whole forests of wood at hand even chairs tables boxes bowls and wheels came across the ocean for the time and strength necessary to make these articles would cultivate much more than enough tobacco to pay for importing them a very important part of the things ordered from england were articles of dress these virginians colonists though they were did not propose to give up the london fashions and they sent for gowns of brocaded silk or satin or velvet or calico lined with silk for calico was expensive in those days they had petticoats of silk often shot with threads of silver they had laces of silver and of gold scarves of all colours silk stockings scarlet sleeves and crimson mantles this gorgeousness was not limited to the women for the men were just as desirous of fine clothes the coat was of broadcloth often olive or some other colour and dazzling with buttons of polished silver ruffles fell over the hand the waistcoat was of any colour that struck the fancy of the wearer the breeches were of plush or fine broadcloth silver buckles were worn on the shoes if the day was cool a handsome mantle of blue or scarlet was thrown over this array such was the gala dress of the colonists imagine a ballroom glowing with all this brilliancy in the clear soft light of dozens of myrtle wax candles how were children educated on the plantations there were a few free schools supported not by the colony but by individuals the houses however were too far apart for district schools to flourish but frequently the children on adjoining plantations were taught by some educated man of the neighbourhood perhaps a tutor was engaged to come from england to live in a planter's family and teach his children when the sons grew older they were sometimes sent to cambridge or to oxford virginia had plans only fourteen years after the founding of jamestown 
for establishing not only a free school but a university indians as well as whites were to become pupils money was raised and a president was chosen an indian massacre and the overthrow of the london company prevented these plans from being carried out immediately but even then the college of william and mary founded in sixteen ninety two was save for harvard the first college in america a place was chosen for its home which was also to be the capital of the colony it was named williamsburg and the original plan was to lay its street out in the shape of a w and an m in honour of the sovereigns of england the students were always few but three presidents of the united states have been among them and governors judges and other public officials without number so it was that life went on in virginia in good old colony times the planter's wife with the large house to superintend was a busy woman the planter was like a monarch for on his own plantation his word was law in one way he had a very easy life for he was never obliged to do anything for himself that a servant could do for him on the other hand there was constant need of the master's watchful eye to prevent the waste and neglect that would soon ruin the wealthiest planter mrs washington once said that she wished george would stay at home and attend to his plantation instead of going off to fight indians the planter had to learn how to attend to many things at once how to decide questions quickly and independently in short how to command and this ability was of the utmost value to the country end of section twenty three